0: this is dale jr and you're listening to dirty mo radio
1: good job pa right there way to fight all day we made a lot of changes we'll learn and go on to our
0: phoenix here guys hey everybody post race vegas that was a pretty fun race obviously not as fun as atlanta because we didn't finish as well but um and frustrating we struggled all all weekend thursday friday saturday we struggled with the balance of the car the problems that we fought were uh the rear of the car was very rigid and and on long green flag runs very painful to be honest with you hurt you know it's hurting my back and my guts bouncing around in my rib cage so it got to be too much there on that one particular run the front ride was rough through the bumps we could fix that with air pressure but um You know, we were a little bit too loose, a little bit too tight. Never really never really fast, you know. Just even when we had the balance pretty good, it was just okay. Uh, It was just a little bit off of the top five. I think we finished where we should have in eighth place. So I'm pretty happy about that. We could have got the wrong, wrong end of the stick on a couple of them restarts late and lost some positions, but we fought hard on the restarts. I think I only had one bad one, and all the other ones were pretty good. Uh, made up some spots and forced our way into the middle and took some people three wide and did did everything I could to make everybody proud on them restarts. But just didn't have too good a race car. The wind, obviously, uh, was very strong today, and you could tell when it was getting r- Worse. obviously the the uh, the visual reference was when they would take the signs down off of pit road you knew that it was too windy then the signs would come back out and then the signs would go away again the gusts uh, late in the race the direction was from the flag stand to the back stretch so when you'd come off a of turn two, it sling it pushed the car across the racetrack into the wall on exit so you had to kind of be careful there and it was a little bit hard to get into the bottom of three because of the wind in the door Otherwise, it was pretty good. You know, the wind's helping you when you come off turn four, helping you turn. And it's in the nose pretty hard helping the car get into one, turn one, you know, nice. But it wasn't bad, you know. Everybody thought, I thought at the start of the race that it was too windy. But I still was intrigued to see what would happen if we got out there in that kind of a gust. The sand or sandstorm wasn't that bad. Visibility wasn't that bad. And uh, we made changes. Some of them. I don't think any of them worked great, but some of them fixed some problems. Uh, we'd do it. We'd make a change, it create a problem, so we could we could undo that. That's, we had that one thing going for us. Yeah, we just I don't know. We just didn't really have that great a car when we came here. It was not that great all week, and we really couldn't fix it. We changed everything. We changed the rear end housing. Shoot, we changed all the front geometry and everything. And I thought at the end of practice on Saturday we were going to be pretty happy, but. <clears throat> just wasn't enough i thought the jr motorsports guys had a good weekend uh, anytime you can put all three cars in the top 10 it's a good weekend chase did a good job uh, showcasing showcasing what our cars can do and uh, the seven and one had some had some bright spots throughout the day elliot and algar are, are, are you know still adjusting to the team so i'm glad that they're running as well as they are because i think we can, we're only going to get better as the crew chiefs all start to get to know each other and they, get to where they like working together and so forth. So I'm pretty happy with how the Junior Motorsports thing's done so far this year. We got those guys up in the points. Obviously with the chase, it's not quite as critical to worry about points right now. But you definitely want all the cars to make uh, make the chase for the championship. On uh, Saturday night, me and Amy went to our first UFC fight. And uh, to see that live, I've seen them on TV several several times see it live, obviously, you know, it's another thing. Totally incredible experience. <clears throat> the re- the reason why we went is uh, Kevin Harvick's management company, uh, his agency really has a couple fighters as clients, and uh, Misha Tate was one of those. So Harvick asked me or I asked him one way or another. we We ended up going with uh, with Kevin, but Kevin was sick, and uh, decided not to go at the last minute, so I sat with Amy and Elena Harvick, and one of her friends, and it was, uh, it was amazing, uh, you know, learning about, I knew about Misha Tate's story, and how she had came close to Winning the championship in the past And she's had her opportunities in matches before And there's always been something in the way And Ronda Rousey was one of those things At one time But you could tell when she was Coming into the ring we had a real good seat So we were very close And you could tell that she knew this was very important That this might be her last opportunity To, to, to fight for this title And she knew that if she was going to win it she was She was going to have to win it that night So And it didn't look like, you know, you couldn't really see a, who was winning the fight. I think, you know, Misha got on, got her on the mat there in the second round and did, a good, did some good work there. But st- standing up, striking through round one and three and four, Holly seemed to have the edge then. Holly was definitely trying to keep Misha from um, getting her back on the mat or, you know, in any kind of takedown situation. Holly didn't really want anything to do with that. She was obviously just wanting to be there and strike with her reach. So it was awesome. Last round, all or nothing, Misha knew she had to try to go in there and stick her head in the lines then uh, and try to get that takedown, and she did. And it was just incredible when she locked the bare naked choke. So place went crazy. It was awesome to see Misha's emotions. We got lucky, but just by happenstance, to run into her after the match in the hallways and got our picture, which was great a way to top off the night so it was fun the mcgregor fight was incredible diaz took it to him he's just a bigger guy mcgregor wore uh wore him down i thought pretty good in the first round but man as soon as the tide turned just a little bit diaz just got a bolt of energy he saw his opportunity and that gave him this confidence and this adrenaline and it, he he turned into a completely different fighter than you saw in the first round so I don't know. I gotta go back see some more of that That was incredible. They run a good show. They were very kind. everybody there was great and we had a blast so I would I would uh recommend going to get an opportunity so that's the weekend uh We'll go on to Phoenix and see how we do there. should be a lot of fun. We'll take it easy. see you.
2: Man, a lot of co- man, we got a new UFC analyst here. That's Do right. we not? No, I, think, I mean I think so. I mean, man, that was that was a <laughs> that was quite the breakdown we got of uh, the UFC fight and the new champion with Misha Tate uh, beating Holly Holm over the weekend. Uh maybe uh his coverage of Rousey and Tate is coming up next in uh in weeks to come. So Dale Jr. had a lot to say about that, a lot to say about <laughs> the race as well. Um Davis first name Davis, should we play some Kansas Dust in the Wind? Should we play some David Lee Murphy Dust on the Bottle? I don't do know, man. That was that was crazy, Mike Davis. I mean, watching all that and he said Junior said didn't really uh have much of an impact in the car, but just watching that race was I, I don't know about you. I just it was bizarre. I mean, it's it's one thing if you see weather like that maybe in Bristol or Martinsville, especially in the spring race, but to see some rain in vegas already is shocking but then all the dust that we saw there on uh, sunday during the race it was just crazy to see that
3: i mean this is where it becomes a sports psychology thing don't you agree i mean because like yeah everybody races in the same wind got it but who can mentally deal with it i mean that's ultimately the question i mean that's why lambeau field is so difficult to play in november i mean uh you know same elements for both teams one is more capable of blocking it out of their minds Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I think that you saw a little of that. I mean, no driver is going to actually admit that the wind affected their ability to drive a car. I don't think – if they're intelligent, they won't admit it. Um, But I think it becomes a head game, and we know that drivers can be head cases. I say that with complete – that's a compliment, I guess. They wouldn't take it that way, but it's a compliment. But, like, Dale Jr. is rock solid in the head game. So, um, you know – what you see is heavy winds and a sandstorm. Junior sees the Daytona Beach course from 1949, <laughs> and now he's yeah. Curtis Turner trying to pass funny Flock. You know, and so like he's he's rock solid in the head game. So, uh, but it did look crazy.
2: I mean, well everybody was saying it too. I mean, you know Keselowski was talking about it before the race. It's craziest weather he's ever raced in at a racetrack. Obviously, it worked out well for him. Congrats to him on a uh, on another hard-earned uh, victory. But yeah, you know, Jeff Gordon was saying that in the booth. Um, you had Rodney Childers tweeting out, "I don't see how we can even race in this. We'll all wreck into three. It was it was wild. Like I mean, you had sandstorms to the left and terrible weather to the right. It was it was wild and so much wind in between. But you know, to a to a degree, it was still an exciting race. And uh, credit to Brad Keslowski. Sure. I I guess the biggest thing to me though to take home from this, Mike, is just the ability that Greg and Dale Jr. and the rest of that team have to make a chicken salad out of chicken you know what when yeah. they don't when they don't have a great performing car when practice doesn't go well when qualifying doesn't go well when they can't get the balance right or some other mechanics right in the race car they finish 8th they don't finish 22nd they finish 8th and that's a real sign of a championship level team
3: i mean let me tell you how happy junior nation should be with an 8th place finish when the highlights of your race was Misha Tate putting somebody in a bare naked chokehold. Yeah. Well, maybe she said maybe he said bare knuckle. I <laughs> don't know. Maybe it's it's either bare naked or bare knuckle. Which one is it, Davis? I think it's bare-knuckle. Okay, is that what but you said? But she
2: was bare-naked also. In, fa- in <laughs> fairness to uh, in fairness to Mike Davis, uh, sometimes it's hard to understand Dale Jr. Right. And I thought he said bare-naked also. So let's just go
3: with that for this podcast. Yeah. When the highlights of your race was Misha Tate putting a bare-naked chuck hold on Holly Holm, <laughs> that ought to tell you all you really need to know about that race for us. I mean, you're right, Taylor. It was... Uh, a struggle all weekend, practice we finished seventeenth, that was first practice, qualified twentieth, practice two, we were twenty sixth so like on weekends like this, sometimes the draw is the victory. you know what i'm saying yes and, and and the fact I think there's something to be said when you finish your highest running position of the day because 'cause eighth was the best junior ran all day, and by by, by God, that's where he finished. There's something to be said to that. That in itself can be a small victory. Junior gained spots in the point standings. He's obviously having to climb from the back after Daytona. So you take the draw on a weekend where you struggled.
2: I mean, when you think of Carl Edwards finishing 18th, Kurt Busch, who absolutely dominated the entire weekend, finished ninth. You know, I mean, Casey Mears had pretty good car on Saturday in practice. He finished 23rd. Uh, You just look at some of these other finishes, this Matt Kenseth, obviously, I mean, that speaks for itself. 37th, Chase had all kinds of problems and finished uh, 38th, Denny Hamlin finished 19th. I mean, that's got to give you some confidence, does it not? That you worked all day, you're riding around somewhere between, you know, like you said, 12th, 11th, 10th, all day, every single time you're communicating, something is wrong. Like, he didn't complain necessarily no. just something was wrong the balance of the car was hard to control and you could tell it was painful at times to to ride around in that thing but the fact that they finished 8th like you said um uh, i know that it's not the the sexiest race to talk about uh it doesn't you know either either something terrible happened or something great happened, and that makes for the great the best reaction on a forum like this but and t- if if the idea from everyone listening to this, is for their favorite driver, Dale Earnhardt Jr., to have a chance when they go to Homestead to win a championship, you're going to have to have races like Las Vegas on Sunday.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so you take your draw and you move on to Phoenix. Listen, you want to know something? Vegas has been a very interesting track for Dale Jr. In his first seven races there, they were – I mean, he was horrid. Horrid. His average finish, Taylor, in his first seven races, this is from 2000 to 2006 – His average finish was 22nd, okay? Mm. Since 2007, guess where his average finish is? It's top
2: 10 somewhere. It'd have to be.
3: Eighth. Yeah. So, basically, Dale did what he's, uh, you know, continued that trend uh, of finishing eighth. He... He's had four consecutive top tens there. He doesn't go lead a lot of laps, although he had led some laps there recently. But he doesn't lead a lot of laps there. He goes in there, gets a top a couple ten, top fives in there too, right? Yeah, a couple top fives. Uh, just it's it's one of those tracks that hasn't been particularly great for him, but he's been able to go in and salvage decent finishes and move on to the next week.
2: I know it's only the third race of the season, but I think it's is, is important what you just said about the points. You know, I, I understand that it's very early. But the fact that after a very disappointing Daytona 500 finish and being so bummed about what happened down there, the fact that they're already back in 12th position just shows how committed this team is each and every week to trying to have the greatest finish possible. The idea is to win a race, and he is the champ. I know it was an interesting set of circumstances, but he's the champ at the track they're going to next. So hopefully we'll see a win happen here sooner rather than later, and we don't have to really worry about the points. But who knows? I mean, Matt Kenseth, he didn't win a race in the regular season. You know, I mean, so you, you just you never know how long you're going to go, Mike, before you're able to get that victory because there's so many factors that go into that. So the fact that they're already in a good position, operating from a position of strength is important.
3: I think what we want to do is go into Phoenix and, and give them the bare chuck chokehold. Yeah,
2: for sure. I mean, what do you think?
3: I I think that's a terrific idea. Davis, I want to see them give a bare-necked chokehold on the field at Phoenix.
4: I want them to do whatever Nate Diaz did to Conor McGregor. What do we call Phoenix. that? Uh, punching someone repeatedly in the face. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, whatever that move is. That's going to be our Martinsville race. The punch-in-the-face move. The punch-in-the-face move? Yeah, at Phoenix. Dude, I don't know. They were both pretty bloody. Uh, I think they punched each other in the face. I mean, I listen, I... I am
2: as, uh, in terms of the things I love about sports, I'm as manly as anybody. I mean, I love football. I I love NASCAR. I love all kinds of, you know, very physical, demanding sports. UFC, I, maybe I'll have to be like Junior and have to see this in person for me to really get into it. But there's, a, there's almost like a, a warning that needs to be issued before I, I turn the television to that. It's it, listen. I understand. It's a sweeping not just the country but the world in terms of popularity, especially in recent years. But maybe when um, Tate fights Rousey, first name Davis. Maybe I'll. Uh, maybe if you decide to want to get together with me on a Saturday night, I'll watch that one. Yeah, with if
4: you return a text. Oh we'll be sure yeah.
3: oh oh! <laughs> shots, shots fired. I like that Davis. Uh, you, you basically just put the bare naked chokehold <laughs> on yeah. Taylor. By the way, that
2: last text that I didn't return came in at like 2 in the morning. So uh, that's way past my bedtime. Hey, uh, I know that I I tried to give our listeners a sense last year, Mike, early in the season of some big names and where they stood in the points. Like all year, we're sort of in shock at where Tony Stewart was in the points last year. And obviously he's injured, and we hope he gets back into the car soon. But just to give you a sense of some guys through three races that have a lot of ground to make up, Matt Kenseth is in 23rd place right now in the points. And
3: running well. I mean, like he just yeah. keeps having these little fluky accidents. What happened to him this uh, uh, yesterday? He was in a wreck. He was he – was cont- I mean, Atlanta, he could have even won the race. Yeah, yeah and had that problem, and then he obviously, had the problem commu- yeah, communication. Yeah, on pit road. Uh, but, he uh,
4: just spun himself, and then Chase couldn't really get out of his way. Oh, that's Chase right. Ran into him. That's right. Ryan yeah. Blaney sort of took yeah.
3: the air off Kenseth's car. Kenseth Kend- loses it, and then Chase yeah. just – Pile drives into it. Speaking of Chase,
2: I mean, think of how competitive he's been in the first three races of his Cup career as a full-time driver. He's in 28th place because he's had two terrible issues, obviously, at Daytona and then in Phoenix. And then this isn't uh, bad luck. Man, that 33 car, Clint Boyer, this bridge until next year, they're in 32nd place in the points right now. Pretty tough stuff, man. Um, so that's it's, a big hole to climb out of.
3: It's a big hole. It's still very early. But you know what? That it, it is still interesting. I'm telling you, when we left Daytona and we were 34th in points, even though it's just one race, that was uncomfortable. Was it not? I mean, like, yeah. I don't like being on the other side of that chase bubble line, even after one race. So yeah. uh, I'm glad that Dale, it took two uh, two races for Dale to climb back on the right side of the chase bubble. I was having this conversation with Dale yesterday. Uh, because he, you know, he, I give him his points report uh, after the race, and uh, I was like, all right, we're up to 12th. And he's like, 12th? Come on. And I'm like, dude, I just want to be on the right side of the chase bubble any time. I don't care when all it is. All the time. All yeah. the time, right. Uh, I just don't like being on the outside looking in.
2: Well, the good thing is is he's. It, I'm glad that that's his response because that means he's wired to think, man, we're so good. We don't have to think about that sort of thing. But every but but I'm glad that you are thinking right. that way. Well,
3: that was exactly his point. He says, "Dude, we're fine. We're good." So, like, he, if if he's in a good place, that's good to know. Yeah.
2: Hey, uh, last thing I wanted to mention. I mean, there's not really much to say about the race, right? But this is the this is the last thing I wanted to mention. It scares me any time a plane lands in a place it's not supposed to. And um, I saw this uh, Davis yesterday, and you put this in the notes too about that plane, the Hendrick plane had to land in Memphis because there was some smoke in the cabin. There were no injuries, and another plane did get them home. But, that's man, that's always terrifying, Mike.
3: I didn't even know about this. I'm looking yeah. at Davis. I'm
4: like, what? It happened. And as soon as we're about to go on a flight this week.
3: You and I are. Thank yeah, you, Davis. Yeah. yeah, which, by the way. Uh,
4: yeah, mind, uh, did I just remind you of our.
3: Yeah, you yeah, did. Filter. Yeah. you just throwing out bare-naked choke calls on both those yeah, today, sorry. aren't you? No, I didn't know about this. What happened?
4: Uh, I don't. I have no idea. I don't. Just saw that there was a report that there was smoke in the cabin, so they made an emergency landing in Memphis, and another plane took them back here. So
3: well, I know what of, my reaction would have been. Uh, yeah, get me off this plane. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Bob Pockers
2: <laughs> tweeted those exact words uh, this morning, and uh, a lot of people were reacting to it uh, this morning. So obviously, there's been tragedies before, and uh, that's the last thing in the world we want to see happen. So I'm so glad everybody came home safely, and they took the right measures, uh, and we're. Aired on the side of, uh, caution, but that's, that's a crazy, crazy, uh, uh, emotional thing to go through. And, and certainly, hopefully, uh, it doesn't happen. Nothing like that happens again. All right. Uh, let's get to some radio chatter here presented by nationwide. Hey, junior nation members. Did you know that you can get a special discount when you switch to nationwide call 1-855-346-9130 or visit nationwide.com forward slash junior nation. For more information nationwide is on your side. We're not going to have the overhead
1: sign like I talked about, so we'll just have to make sure to do a good job on the, the pit road sign, get them in the box. You guys have been doing a great job all week with the Pest, working hard, trying to find some speed, and uh, pretty happy and happy hour. So let's do this. Have a nice race today. Solid pit road. Dale, do what you do in the race car and we'll be all good. All right, there's a lot of crash out here. A lot. It's gonna be like that all day. Just keep an eye on the grill. How's the grill look? The grill looks clean. Looks clean. Okay. Yeah, looks fine. I don't know why they don't send a truck around just to pick up some of this. Shit. There's a red piece of paper right on the front stretch. There's about thirty big old pieces of over here. In turn one and two. There's a big old plastic bag it's here. Every damn lap. NASCAR just said uh, go pick up the trash. So, good job. Hey. Yeah, there's. Turn one and two is where it's the most at because it comes out of the stands and goes around the track, just like the cars. Up of turn two. Pretty good. Here, oh, here's the bag. Here's the trash bag. She's making her way around. She's on the exit of two. I got a plastic bag going right down the front stretch. Oh, it's in the middle groove. It's bouncing around. Seven got it. Oh, it's in the middle. Right... Oh, it's right in your groove. Oh, a good job. <laughs> that's a new one. Yeah, it wasn't there. Yeah. I think that was... That one just came from a casino. And there's a, a new bag right there. I think I got the red, oh, no it didn't. Oh there's a bag, it's on the 14! Oh, I got a bag! You missed it, you missed it, you're safe. that bag, is going to get somebody. I think I got the bag. No, it went up, it went, it, it went behind you. It's up on the fence now, it's hooked on the fence. All right, shoot. Rough, real rough ride, I've complained about all week bouncing on the right front, off the floor, hard to connect to the apron into one. Probably put that right front airbag. Copy what I'm telling you. Yep, I hear it. I was just looking at the pictures here. It's not really on the splitter side. Trying to contemplate whether it's like the test where we're up just a little bit too high. Uh, we're gonna go back on pressures here for rubbers. I think it's as stiff as these feet. I don't need rubbers in the right rear to turn. I'm turning, but I'm tight off. I'm tight in the throttle, I just carry, you know, it's like it's carrying the nose off the corner, but it's real stiff in the right rear. You also had some uh, damage on the previous green flag stop there on that left rear uh, fender, so we had to get that. It was like your uh, short track racing out there. How'd that happen? I don't know. All I saw was the tire mark kind of on your left rear, so hopefully it'll be all right this time. Uh, I think it was uh, when that, when I pitted you with the 34 in his box, there, he, the tire kind of hit the side of the car. Yeah, they didn't roll the right front. I know that. Shit. There you go, buddy. No, no gain in your mirror. Sh- no pressure. All right, man. Don't talk. It's hard as hell to get a rhythm out here. Tail you know, is the first half of the corner. Work on that for me. I got such a harsh rear rear ride. It's out of f- control. I don't think we're as good right there. I don't think we're too tight. Ride at all? No, man. No. I wish I could tell you different, man, but. It's super windy? Yeah, it's really windy. Man, it's crazy windy. You can feel it in the car, picking up pretty bad. Just blowing you straight across the racetrack off the turn two, making the car real tight there. Check a flag this time. Good job. Hey there, I know you've tried all day long to help me. Definitely got the ride better. They're late. Four. Good job, TA right there. Way to fight all day. we made a lot of changes. We'll learn and go on to our Phoenix
2: here, guys. All right, again, that's Radio Chatter presented by Nationwide. Doesn't sound like it was a whole lot of fun, to be honest with you, given uh, all the issues they were facing throughout the entire weekend. But, again, the fact that those guys came out with an eight-place finish is very impressive when uh, you're not incredibly confident about everything that you've got. Hopefully they've got uh, a better weekend ahead of them in as we like to say it's time now for reaction theater. What do we got?
5: Boys, I gotta say not looking good. It is not looking good. Mike Davis bought me at the Daytona 500 because I was complaining about the way we ran. We got lucky and ran second last week just because of a good restart this week. Greg guys and the team can't even adjust the damn car. 800 different adjustments. Didn't make it any better. Ended up with the same car we started the race with.
2: Hmm. Turn the place into a parking lot, Mike. Let's all go home. Let's quit. Season's over.
3: Yeah, I think I know who this guy is because I've only blocked two people in my entire life. So if I if I blocked him, I mean, that pretty much rules out most everybody else. I think I know who this is. And this is a guy that I didn't block him because I don't like him. I blocked him because he's just always complaining, and I think he was complaining – Uh, on Twitter to the Dirty Mo' Radio account yesterday. Uh, But you know what? I'm going to tell you this. I commend you. I commend this guy because I always tell people that complain on Twitter and and are sort of negative on Twitter, hey, just call into Reaction Theater. That's what it's for. Put your money where your mouth is and call into Reaction Theater. And you know what? To this guy's credit, he did it. So thank you. Thank you. Because we are, Davis, we don't mind complaining, do we? No, No, not at all. all. Um, I'm if I blocked you on Twitter, then I probably had reached my fill of it. So, um, But uh, Reaction Theater is what that's for, and I commend this guy uh, for uh, calling in. And you know what? I still disagree with him because, again, this is a race where um, you did struggle, but you take what you can get. You get out of there, take your eighth-place finish, and uh, call it a day.
2: Yeah, you do. You've only blocked two people. Wow. Have you blocked more
3: than two? Uh, probably about 2,000. It's two a day, <laughs> yeah. every day for the rest I of your life. Say, no, hey, Taylor, how hey, you up having a good day? Blocked. I don't block I don't people though. I just you know even if they're they're giving us a lot of crap or something. I, I just mean, this their time opinion. for negativity, man. I know, I just don't, and, and maybe it just catches know. me on the wrong day, uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, they're all customers the way I see it. I guess that's some, a good point. So if I'm gonna put it this way, if you get blocked by me, I mean, if you get blocked by me, you need to examine your life. Well, because I uh, listen, my my, uh, my threshold there is you know I got a deep threshold there, and this is like if you get blocked by me, man.
2: In fairness, most of the people I block um, are not suitable for this podcast or any podcast uh, for that matter. They're usually scantily clad. Um, what so, do you do with scantily clad people following you I, or talking no, I mean, to you? They, I don't know if they're. I just block them. I, I'm just telling. There's too much of that stuff on Twitter. There's, I don't know how they get into my timeline, but I don't like it, Davis. It's almost like a literal
3: bare-naked <laughs> chokehold. <laughs> <for. laughs> and on that note, who's next?
5: Okay, guys. I'm not here today as it was after Daytona, and Lance seemed really positive. Now, Vegas, it seemed like we are struggling again with our setup. I'm calling the setup team and the A crew chief, everybody there in the A shop, because I want Junior to get victory. Because it seems like we had a good race car underneath him. He is a beast on the track. So let's get this car down in for Junior at Phoenix. And let's go get a dang victory. Hashtag Dale Yeah. Hashtag No beards. Hashtag Straight Dale Junior Passion as a fan. I
2: That's a big it. hashtag. Yeah. I like that. I don't have any problem with him. No. He's, he's, he's frustrated. He wants to see a better performance uh, from start to finish all weekend, and he wants to see that starting in Phoenix. That's fine. I'm good with that. I got. Yeah. That. Hey,
3: hey, you know what i got to say about that? Dale, yeah, man. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. Who's next?
5: First off, great job, 88 team, taking that car that was pretty much chicken mm-hmm.
4: uh, up until second practice yesterday. afternoon. and it into a pretty good uh, chicken salad today. Um
1: Hell yeah! Way to go, guys. Second thing to all these jerks out there
4: who are getting all over uh, Keselowski for dropping the flag. I want to see you guys get into a car, try to do the same thing he did. See if the same thing happens to you. Hell yeah!
2: That was a pretty funny tweet you sent out. I it took. I'm not real smart, first of all, uh, so it did take me a little bit, Mike, uh, to understand all the uh, different emojis, <laughs> emojis that you that don't you were speak using emoji. There. You're not fluent in emoji. No. I got gotcha. you. No, I barely know how to even
3: find them on my phone. Yeah. So. Well, but you did make it uh, make it out eventually.
2: Yeah. No, it took me it took me a long time. Wait, you <laughs> <and I> mentioned <laughs> me people are mad at BK for fumbling American flag after 400 <laughs> miles. I think that's what that is. That's, like I couldn't
3: find a good emoji for miles While driving a car
2: with one hand. In a windstorm during his voluntary tribute. That's pretty funny. It's pretty funny.
3: Well, no, I mean, but it's for real. People were upset at him for that. I mean, plus he went and re- got out of his car and went and retrieved the flag. Like, I, if, he, if he leaves the flag out there on the ground. I thought that okay. was, he was a
2: patriot to go out there and right, get but it.
3: Yeah, you're talking about the one guy who makes this his thing. His, yeah. The American flag waving after a win is his thing. Carl Edwards flips off the, off of a car. Okay? That's like people getting mad at Carl Edwards yeah. for not sticking the landing. Ka- like, Kyle look at this Bush thing. Kyle Busch does cry your eyes out and then bows. Right, yeah. Kyle Bush bows. Of all the things Tony that Stewart people used to do climb after the fence a win,
2: until he got too big, yeah. and ate too much Burger King. But yeah,
3: yeah that's true. But so of all the thi- all the little win traditions people do, you're going to knock Kozlowski for his. Like his is the most honorable thing that any of them do. And he drops it. He stops his car, unbuckles, gets out, goes and gets it, waves a flag. He gets back in and, and finishes the, the drive. I mean, like, come on. Come Kowicki on. Kowicki had the Polish victory lap.
2: Um, a lot of people pay tribute to him with that. In fairness, it's not like Kieslowski the first person to wave a flag out the window. I still think of that number eight Budweiser uh, after September 11th, waving that flag, doing the Kowicki lap. That's about the coolest American flag lap I've ever seen. But well. maybe I'm a
3: you know. But but I mean it's, seriously though Kozlowski is like probably the most patriotic, um, you know, honorable person when it comes to that. And then a lot of people took offense to the fact that he accidentally dropped the flag. Yeah. Um, well, that's just they they, they don't want to like Twitter it. Twitter needed just is. to go to bed yeah. that night.
2: I'm gonna let you start tweeting for me so I can be more creative on
3: uh, on Twitter. I, I mean, right, it sounds like all you do is just block people. That's right. Bare naked choking.
4: Hey, what happened with the
3: American flag there? Why did Brad have to drop it? Is he really a true American? <laughs> Is he really a true American? Right. Uh, Maybe he should have just done the Polish victory lap. Right. Yeah. He yeah he's a
2: Michigander, it. so he's he's uh, definitely a true American
3: for sure. Come on now. He dropped. Man, <laughs> who's I next? How difficult would it be to hold a flag and drive at the same time in a windstorm? <laughs> uh-huh. You know what we ought to do for Jerem 360 is we ought to do our own flag while driving trials. Yeah, that would be really funny. Up the road here. Yeah. Seriously, we ought that'd to try that.
4: Yeah, that would be funny. I'd participate. That's it. I'm holding my breath until Junior wins. <laughs> uh,
2: well, I wouldn't advise that because uh, there is there are seven days between the races. Uh, right. But
3: Even Junior on his best day with his best performance and he leads every lap. He's still got seven days before he does it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, and one of the uh, most dangerous things that fans do in all of sports is the um, Alabama basketball team. The fans. Oh, I know where you're going with this. They all say roll until they They, score their first basket. Right. And given that Alabama's made the NCAA tournament like once in the last decade. Right. uh, Chances are you're really going to go to the hospital and lose oxygen if you really participated in that. So – Trust Um, me,
3: listen, this has been a long tradition, and I remember going to basketball games when they were what I would consider at their height with Antonio McDyess and Robert Ory, Latrell Latrell Sprewell. Even then the rolls got a little long uh, at times. I mean, sometimes you just got to warm up, right?
2: Yeah, I I don't like that tradition. I think that's dangerous (laughs) given the lack of offense that Alabama typically displays. But, uh, no, I wouldn't advise you to hold your breath until Junior's next victory. Though, maybe they're i like, like, they not they're making gonna any dell, predictions. I'm not making any predictions, but I, I do feel confident that those wins are coming. Who's next?
5: Well, hell, I wonder what all those people that thought that the Atlanta race was boring as hell, what they thought about the day. Uh, maybe they thought it a damn boring, they didn't even watch it. But weird day out there in Las Vegas. I hate hearing on the... When we're getting ready to the competition yellow after 30 laps, great guys come on and say, hey, we're going to take a pretty big swing at it. I'm like, damn, man, you're 30 laps in. You already got to take a big swing at it. It's not like you didn't test for 20 damn hours and have practices. If we would start in the top 10 and maybe get 10 positions, maybe we'd win a race or two instead of qualify 20th and race our way to 10th, 8th. If I was watching that race in in Las Vegas after, you know, rain and high winds and a sandstorm, I tell you what, if I see a bunch of locusts swarming at me, I'd be getting out my Bible and start trying to get right with where I'm headed. That was dangerous. I'd say uh, the only thing good that happened in Vegas this weekend was probably the UFC fights. Both of them were awesome. The only thing that sucked worse in the Las Vegas race was probably... Mike Davis,
2: <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> I love that guy. Sloppy Yellow got to follow him on Twitter. Gotta find, gotta follow him. Gotta, gotta follow him. Uh, <laughs> got his Bible out. Locusts are on the way. After it was, man, it was crazy seeing all that. I was like, this is not Las Vegas. This is nuts. Uh, but man, he's he's fired up at Ives and the crew there. Yeah,
3: yeah. Hey, you know what? He gets fired up though. He gets fired up. That's all right. That's all right. We love him. Yeah, he's been a lot more fired up than that. Oh God! And he's yeah. bound to do he's, it this
2: year, even. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, listen, the I we've had thousands of great reaction theater calls. The, the one that I probably appreciate most is after the Chicago race a couple of years ago when that didn't go so well. The first race in the chase, and he's the first time he started running. I think he had a massive impact on the team's performance. So, um, well, he
3: likes to think he did. I, I do too. He ain't done crap for cents, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next?
5: Sorry, first name. I had a few drinks and I forgot to. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to mention Brad Keselowski. I've seen that son of <laughs> of walk in the garage. There ain't an athletic bone in that boy's body. There ain't no way. I'd give a hundred dollars bet some make a three-point basketball shot uh there ain't no way that some can can throw a football or catch a baseball i i i'd be willing to bet my damn paycheck on it but every time i think of brad keselowski or i hear his name i think of a dork fish everybody if you've never seen a dork fish google image search dork fish and you'll see brad keselowski a dork fish and Brad Keselowski. Not only do they look very similar, but they both have the same athletic ability. The fact that that son of a b- dropped the American flag on the pavement doesn't surprise me at all. He can't. I'm surprised if some can b- walk and chew gum, let alone be an NASCAR champion. That's, as anybody should get credit for being a NASCAR champion, it is definitely Brad Keselowski.
3: Hey, listen, there is a YouTube video out there. I'll just say this there is a YouTube video. Of an uh NASCAR night at a basketball game. Have you seen it, Davis? Yes, I are we where basically at halftime, Brad Kozlowski and some other NASCAR drivers, they each take turns basically going through this basketball obstacle course where they kinda dribble around through some cones and then go to half court and then they gotta shoot a layup and then lay up to a free throw. You just gotta go watch it. And it'll it'll back up everything that Dan just said. <laughs> but it is Hysterical! I'm watching it and, right now. And, and, and oh my god! Honestly, honestly, that was under Junior Motorsports Watch. I think we signed him up for that moment, and I, and so it is a little embarrassing this was in for Charlotte, us. Was it not? It was in Charlotte. Yeah, it was yeah. back when they were the Bobcats.
2: R.I.P. Bobcats. Oh my god, that is real. Oh my god,
3: that is wow. I mean, he can't even dri- he can't even dribble. No, 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 no. Yeah, that that was not one of our best oh, moments. Oh my goodness! This is oh my <laughs> goodness. Wow, that's, uh,
2: that's real, real bad. He does not have any athleticism. He can he drive a car now. Good, he is a
3: damn good driver of a race car. Right, he can hit his marks. He knows when to let off and, and to gas it. He can deep dive those corners. Wow. He cannot play basketball.
2: Can't defend any of that. And, and right, to his credit, he doesn't even care to try. Not, not since
3: that day, anyways.
2: <laughs> okay, we wrap up Reaction Theater this week with a couple of uh, clever – musical tunes, Mike Davis. I know you always appreciate it when people call into Reaction Theater and they have some uh, ballads for us. Well, we got a couple of them this week here to finish up Reaction Theater.
5: Dale did click off a top ten, so that's always a good thing. Uh, You've been asking for a song um, right out of Wisconsin, and I have a song for you. I came up with it. um, So here you go. Can I get a deal yet to your nation? He you got yourself an invitation. He's the best in man racing. Straight from the dream, of reservation. It's a deal to download. Brought to you by Spy. There you go. Happy
3: Sunday. Get some pipes now, then That's some soul. She she was singing the sponsor. I know. That's <laughs> what I like to like. What's up with that? <laughs> that's <laughs> presented cool. Presented by spy. Yeah. Nice job. All right. That's pretty good. Pretty good. What else we got?
5: Fast Track City Gonna set Dale's soul Gonna set his soul on fire Got a whole lot of speed And she's ready to burn Time to get this car Flying higher There's thousands of screaming fans waiting out there. The 88 crew, living devil may care. Even with the devils blowing in the air. Viva Dale Jr. Viva Dale Jr. Viva, viva Dale Jr. Great run, Dale Jr. First name, Davis, if you don't know this song, you fail at life, my friend. Hashtag,
3: Dale yeah, hashtag, 10 beer flavored waters. All right. submarine Mike back in 216. Davis, do you know that song?
4: Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. Elvis Presley.
3: Did you go look that up before the podcast? Uh,
4: no, I mean, I spent uh, like a ton of time in Tennessee. I think I know most you know. a lot of, a good amount about Elvis. All right. Yeah.
2: Great stuff. They listen. You got to call 855 740 1902. Submarine Mike with a great selection there. Uh, Very clever lady with her own song this week. What do you have? 855 740 1902. You don't have to sing. You can be funny, creative, mad, happy. All you got to do is get through First Name Davis. 855 740 1902. Leave us your voicemail and we'll play the best each week here on Dirty Mo' Radio. All right, uh, before we throw the white flag, be happy with the all-new Spy Dale Jr. paint scheme sunglasses. It's called the Livery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mo', General, Daga, McCoy, and Admiral frames. Get yours today at spyoptic.com. Let's throw the white flag.
1: White flag right there.
3: White flag. All right. Dell Jr. is staying out west this week. He's going to train to be a UFC fighter. Yeah, evidently. Yeah. He, he was so taken aback by it. I'm actually kidding, of course. Although I wonder if first name here knows the Earnhardt family member who is 1-0 in their MMA professional fighting career. Hmm. Taylor, do you know this? First name Davis. What's your guess? Danny. Danny? Danny Jr. Danny, so you think Danny Earnhardt Jr. is a... He's ha- an athlete. He's an athlete. That's true. I, that, could see that's him just
4: like, I could see him randomly getting in a UFC fight, finding his way into one.
3: Taylor, do you know this? I think, is it Jeffrey? Jeffrey Earnhardt. Oh, right. Yeah. Kerry's son. 1-0 in his professional MMA fighting career. He actually got into the cage, man. It was pretty cool. Oh, so it was like an official match? It was an official match. He oh, trained wow. for a fight. Yeah. Oh, wow, I yeah. did not know that.
4: Um, I
2: remember it, uh, some coverage of this, by the way. Uh, sure. And years gone by, so.
3: So, anyways, well, I was kidding, obviously, about Dale Jr. becoming Jeffrey a Jeffrey finished fighter.
2: 33rd uh, yesterday um, in the cup race. So, a couple of uh, Earnhardt, Earnhardt boys uh, out there. But, yes, he is one know By the way, Mike, before you go on with more of your coverage, this week's uh, white flag is sponsored by Goody's Headache Powder.
3: Okay. Well, why, yep. Just because you think from Vegas, you think there's hangovers? You think that there was uh, just – the, the, the flight back? what What no, is your usually,
2: reason? Uh, usually, these um, sponsorships that I bring to uh, the White Flag segment are self serving. so Yeah. I catch you. I like um, what your strategy is with yeah, this. Yeah, I one. mean, you know, uh, if you had a lot of fun at any point during the weekend, Goodies Headache Powder is there for you. And I'd well, like to thank them. They, they I, uh, helped save
3: my life. <laughs> I, I broke a fuel line on my tractor, and I could have mm. used some Goodies Headache Powder at that moment. So. Um, Yeah, man, Good, good job on the sponsor this week. All right, so I wasn't kidding about Dale staying out west. I was kidding about him becoming a UFC fighter. I wasn't kidding about him staying out west. So Dale does have a handful of appearances and obligations to do while he's out there, and then he'll go straight to Phoenix for the race weekend. So with Dale doing his thing out west, this is the perfect time to tell you to rate and review our podcast. Now let me tell you why, okay? First name Davis here is very competitive. I don't know if you know that about him. Uh, very, very competitive. It just so happens that tour bumper clear and historically speaking, we're on iTunes top podcast last week. Wow. Yes. So now, obviously, they're part of that reason is because they're all new. But come on, Dell Jr. Downloaders. I mean, throw us a bone here. Don't just use us for our good looks and real deal sex appeal. Davis, the, 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 <laughs> Davis brings that that last part. But radar show drive our rankings past TJ Majors. It's all we ask. If historically speaking beats us, I'm okay with that. But TJ's podcast no that can't, can't beat yeah. us. Come on, okay. Man. So it, what drives the rankings are rate ratings and reviews, um, and good ratings, I should say. So help us just get past TJ okay Please. like, yeah, I, like it's,
2: it's at least we're honest about what our motivation is right
3: i don't want to door bumper him i want to clear him T-bone, i don't even yeah. want him to see that we went by him you know what
4: i'm saying bare naked chokehold on tj Majors. that's I what have. i'm looking
3: yeah. for I, I need ratings and reviews for bare naked chokehold like uh pass of tj Majors. door bumper clear is a great podcast i'm not gonna lie i'm just saying that davis here is very competitive and it bothers him so um I think that yeah, all the it people should. we've got. He's a,
2: responsible for these ratings.
3: We, yeah, and we've got a lot of ratings and reviews, but I don't know how new they are. So we got to get new ones, right? Um, by the way, speaking of historically speaking, though, this week they are ranking your favorite JRM drivers of all time. I mean, we've had a few drivers come through here. So uh, tweet at Dirty Mo Radio to cast your vote. Taylor, do you have a vote for favorite JRM driver? Don't say Dale. Pick somebody else. No, um, favorite ever. JRM driver. Wow. I mean, you can go lots of directions there. You could even go back to Robbie Gordon. He drove I, a Robbie few Gordon
2: on road courses. Yeah, absolutely. He and more than a couple. You um, had a couple. We had a couple good road course
3: ringers. You had Ron there. Fellows.
2: Yeah, that's. I was gonna. I was thinking of him. Um,
3: did Kirk Shelmerdine ever drive for us? Negatory. I no, Kirk, Kirk Shelmerdine. Everybody else, but not um, Kirk Shelmerdine. I, I'm
2: a big Elliott Sadler guy. I got to okay. tell you, right now, the fact that he's on part of the team is you like that? Is yeah, it's terrific. But um,
3: I got to go with JJ. You know, I love Jimmy. I mean, so Jimmy Johnson drove two races for us. You're going to go yeah. with Jimmy. That's there. You go. See that you can actually pull. Now, I almost want to throw out the reaction theater number uh, just for Taylor's vote, and maybe we <laughs> do run a special reaction theater. Taylor Zarzer says Jimmy Johnson is his yeah. favorite junior motorsports driver of all time. 855-740-1902 <laughs> is Reaction Theater. He Maybe is. that's something for next week. I don't know. Yeah, we can pull this. So, all right. Uh, you can catch the Xfinity Race this Saturday on Fox and Motor Racing Network. Chase Elliott will run the number 88 Taxlayer car once again. So, do your taxes with Slayer, everybody. Justin Allgaier will be in the number 7 Brant car. Throw your crops and increase your yield using Brant, everybody. <laughs> I <can laughs> El- <use> that. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of crops, yeah, yeah, don't you, Davis? Yeah. Elliott Sadler will be in the number one, one main car. So do you also take out loans, Davis? I could use, a, could line, use yeah. a loan. You could use a loan. All right, we'll do it one <laughs> yeah. main. 2016,
4: will they loan me master's tickets?
3: Oh, that's, they might loan yeah. you money to try to buy master's tickets, but I don't know. Can you just buy master's tickets, or is that you hard can. to do? Yeah, you can. You can, can buy a master's I mean, badge, but they are yeah, very expensive. expensive.
1: Yeah, they're, they're very All right, so take out a big loan
3: yeah. in one main. Come on. There you go. All right, uh, on Sunday, Dale Jr. will be in the Exalta car for the very first time. Hear me on this. You will not be able to miss this car on the racetrack. If you cannot pick out Dale Jr. in the number 88 Exalta car, you are legally blind. What color is it? It is every color. You know is what, there's like a Jeff lot of... Gord, is is there, it yeah. Jeff
2: Gordon exalted colors? I
3: was going it, to no, it's way more bright than that. Yeah. But I was going to say, you know, people used to make fun of Jeff Gordon back when he was, like, literally the rainbow, yeah. you know, rainbow car. This thing is every bit as colorful. It's not a rainbow, but it is bright, and it's, like, red, orange, and yellow. So uh, you will not be able to miss it, and if you do, then you need to go straight to the doctor. Get those eyes checked. All right. Uh, The race will be on Fox and MRN. It's the Good Sam 500. It is Sunday, so uh, check it out. Let's pull for the 88. Hope for a great weekend in Phoenix. We
2: appreciate Dale Jr. and all his UFC analysis. Thanks to First Name Davis. For Mike Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer. You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download. Rate us. Rate us.
3: Rate us a 10. A 10. 10. 10. 10.
0: Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio.
4: Hey, Junior Nation. Thank you for listening to the Dell Jr. Download presented by Spy. Be happy with the all-new Spy Dell Jr. Paint Scheme Sunglasses. It's called Delivery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mo', General, Dega, McCoy, and Admiral frames. Get yours today at spyoptic.com.